Hey everybody, it's uh, Greg coming to you as usual live with the Art of Relationships show. I'm Greg, your host, Detroit's love guru, licensed professional counselor, have been for many, many years. Today, talking about a very difficult subject. It's about when you want to end a relationship or when a marriage, it's at its end, okay? <clears throat> you tried therapy, you tried every means to try to resolve maybe an unhealthy or dead or toxic situation and you want to end it. Now, what do you do? How do you go about it? I'm going to provide you with some tips right after this. So pay attention. Don't go anywhere, everybody. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today on the Art of Relationship Show, gonna talk about you know some tips, some maybe tricks that's gonna help you out and end a relationship or marriage. I know it sounds sort of weird coming from me, <coughs> you know, uh, a marriage and sex therapist, you know, trying to fix or solve or try to heal broken hearts and marriages. But there's sometimes, in all honesty, that you know what, it just no matter what, it can't be salvaged, it can't be healed or perhaps it shouldn't even be attempted, okay? Especially in toxic situations where there's, you know, severe chronic domestic violence situations. I don't want someone getting hurt, getting killed, that type of situation. Kids are in danger, of course, that situation, that should be a given. However, those situations definitely arise, and I have dealt with uh, too many over the years in those situations, okay? So, what are some things that you can think about that really, you know, you plan on breaking up? You've been, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to break up. I want to be done. <coughs> Excuse me. My voice is gone. Um, <laughs> with the relationship, okay? And you want to look at some situations. Hey, Amanda, I appreciate you uh, out of Facebook jail too. Um, when you look at these situations, okay, number one, uh, maybe you both are on the same page. This would be ideal, right? You both are on the same page. You want to end the relationship. It's been talked about. It's been discussed. And you just need to go through the pragmatics about, okay, who is moving, you know, who is moving, where they're moving, uh, those type of situations, right? But you want to be able to, number one, plan ahead, okay? You want to look at, okay, what if you want to break up or end a marriage and you have no financial resources, okay? Let's be real, okay? You're being taken care of. Man, woman, doesn't matter in those situations. This is where one of the reasons I'm all about both parents, both people being able to work, and no one has to rely on the other one for financial um means, if you will, okay? I get about sharing and being there for each other financially. I'm all about that. But in certain situations, especially in abusive situations, when you are trapped and you have no financial means, you're not working, you have no way to, you know, pay for yourself or pay for another place to live or even a hotel for a night, um, these situations, I don't ever want them to arise, but they do, okay? Maybe you have no friends, no family, um, that's been around that can help you or support you uh, to loan you money, that type of situation. So I'm all about, you know, planning for ahead, planning ahead, I'm sorry, when 
a relationship or marriage is about to end, okay? So you need to be able to look at this situation. Um, if you do have money, are you sort of opening up a new bank account? And no, I don't promote, <laughs> I want to make that very clear, okay? Don't promote people breaking up, ending marriages on a whim, okay? I don't want it to be an imp impulsive situation, not at all. <clears throat> Again, unless someone's getting hurt, getting killed, uh, the kids are in danger, that type of situation, okay? So, you know, in logistics, you know, who is going to move? So as you plan ahead, are you the one that's going to be relocating? Do you want that other person to relocate? And this can create a battle. Let's face it. I'm not moving. Well, you're going to have to move because I'm not moving. So these situations end up um, very detrimental, especially in a marriage situation when finances are mingled and the laws and everything of each state, you know, they're different. And it's about, okay, does the judge or court order the house has to be sold if you have a house, right? Or, you know, you still have six months on a lease, who is staying, who's going, that type of situation. So these are all things I want you to be able to plan ahead and be, um, you know, realistic about what the situation is going to happen. And, you know, if you are also, you know, in this situation, you know, there's a resource, a supporter of the show, dfwnplc.com. You can check them out. They can answer your questions and maybe help you through this process as well, okay? <clears throat> so you want to look at these situations, the financials, you know, how are you going to be able to survive? Where are you going to live? What you can afford, especially on, you know, you don't have that other person's income to help out anymore. This is a reality. And I'm never, ever, ever about people being used financially, being used for money, or people stay in a relationship, a toxic relationship, unhealthy relationship, because of, you know what, well, I can't afford to do anything, so I'm going to stay. You know, that's like using somebody. And I'm never, ever going to condone people using somebody or anybody else. And you know what, Amanda, you mentioned a great place here in Michigan, you know, and we're talking, you know, uh, Haven is a great resource for women in Michigan, you know, with domestic violence in those situations. But we also have to remember a lot of women forget. They don't even think, they don't even assume that men are the victims of domestic violence as well. There's a lot of women out there that they're the ones that are hitting, kicking, slapping, belittling, bashing. Um, everybody assumes it's men. Oh, hell no. So I want to throw that out there, okay? Now, these are situations, you know, in maybe worst case scenarios, okay? I'm going to go down the situation, you know, planning ahead is one. Now, if a marriage or relationship is ending because of love. Let's just face it, the love died out. You found out that you two are just not compatible. Both good people, decent people, you know, throw it out there, decent people, and you found out that you're just not compatible, okay? There's no domestic violence. There's, you know, that type of situation that you just decided that you're not happy any longer and you tried, you tried working on things. I'm all about that, right? I tell people all the time, I don't want, you know, regrets, okay? I don't want people walking away, oh man, I wish I would have done this, I could have done this, but you're at peace with that decision. You know what? There's no way I'm going to 
be happy in this relationship or marriage any longer. I feel like I'm not living my my true life. I'm living the life of my partner, and I feel like my own identity is not true. You know, it's sort of like I'm not able to be myself, whatever the reason is, okay, in the relationship, and you decide it's end. I already, uh, you know, it's ceased. The relationship or marriage needs to end for, you know, whatever reasons, okay? I already mentioned about planning ahead. Now, you know, are you going to choose the right place? Where is this going to happen? You know, a lot of people, especially if it could be volatile or, you know, one person could be very emotional or be enraged, um, let's face it, we don't know what's going to happen. So are you going to pick a public place or are you going to plan that breakup in the situation in your current home? If you do, you know, it's easier if you don't live together, right? Let's be honest. But if you do live together, um, you're renting a place together. You have a lease together. You bought a house together. You're living in her house, his house, that type of situation. <clears throat> it's more difficult, okay? So where is that breakup going to happen? Okay. Do you want it in a public place or do you trust each other's character and personality that you can be mature about it and handle the situation? Okay. I'm going to come over to your place and you know what? I think we're done. I'm going to move my stuff out or that type of situation or I'm done. I'm giving you X amount of time. You need to move your stuff out. Um, you have to, you know, pick a place that is in the best situation that, you know, sort of creates distance as well after where one of you can leave to create that space where there's no badgering, there's no situation to where it goes on where there's manipulation and there's begging and pleading. Um, one person might want to break up. Let's face it. It's, it's maybe rare that both people want to end the marriage or relationship. It's typically the percentages are a lot higher that it's only one for, you know, whatever reason. Okay. So most of the times, you know, is that person going to be begging and pleading with you? Give me another chance. Give me another chance. Or, you know what? It, it's all your fault. You want to end this. You don't even want to try. And there's that bashing. There's that, you know, that type of situation. I don't want people to be, you know, sort of sucked into that element. And again, it's not easy. It's not a, uh, a real situation. And to be able to look at these situations, um, you need to be able to look at, you know, an environment, a place. Is it going to be a public place? Is it going to be maybe in a park where there's also people around, but you have more privacy, that type of situation, okay? So think about the logistics of what place you think would be in the best situation to break up because chances are, well, maybe that person, that other person you're breaking up with or ending the marriage, they have no clue it's going to end. Maybe there is no clue that um, you want to end a relationship or marriage and they're clueless about it. Number one is, my question is, why are they clueless? Have this, Has there been a lot of arguments, a lot of fighting back and forth? Maybe no arguing. I have couples, you know, individuals that come in here that, you know, um, that broke up, ended a marriage, and they want to heal. And there's never been any argument. There's no talking. There's no connection. There's a constant, there's just a distance, like living as roommates, and they don't even talk. So every situation is different. And one person could think, oh, everything, that's just who we are. Everything's fine. And the other one goes to drop that bomb that you want to break up. And 
um, the other one is just blindsided, okay? So look at that situation about, you know, choosing the right place for the breakup in that situation again, okay? And I want to, you know, again, um, you know, if you're in a situation, please reach out to DFWN plc.com and they'll give you some tips and some uh insights as well uh, maybe to help this situation okay so um to be able to look at the situation you know planning ahead the finances the logistics the living situations um you know when you plan on moving that type of situation out but also looking at you know, I want you to be respectful, okay? Don't get into name-calling, bashing, that type of situation. Let's face it. It's so, so hard to get in a situation to where there is no name-calling or bashing. You did this. You did that, right? Maybe that's one reason why the marriage is ending or the relationship is ending, okay? Maybe that's one reason, right? So you want to be respectful. You don't want to get into bashing the other person, okay? You want to be um, honest and you want to be open and clear about your feelings. You know what? I just don't feel the same anymore. You don't have to get into bashing or blaming. It's not about that, okay? I just, I don't feel alive in a relationship. I feel like I, maybe I can't be myself and I know you try. I know you're a good person. You know what? Give compliments to that other person can make things better. And, you know, a lot of people look at, well, if they give it better, they could suck you back in, right? Well, if I'm such a great guy, if I'm such a great woman, um, why you want to end this? You know what? You, we're great people, but together, we just don't work together. Uh, we can look at compatibility. So be honest, be concise, and be clear. Don't be wishy-washy and don't try to, you know, lead that other person on by making statements. You know what? If we could only be like this, or you know what, if I could be more like this, if you could be, don't get into those statements to where there's wishy-washy because that could lead that other person on. Well, I'll change, I'll do this. And then that's where that bargaining, that begging, that pleading come into play when you want to be done with that relationship. Okay. Again, we need to be able to look at the situation to, um, you know, are we able to not get sucked in because we're going to feel, we might feel guilty, right? Me personally, I, you know, I hate, I, I don't want to break anybody's heart. I don't want to hurt anybody. You know, if someone's mean, disrespectful, I have no problem with that at all. <laughs> you know, that's different. Okay. <laughs> that's different. But someone's a good person. I, I hate, I don't want to break anyone's heart or make anyone sad, but I also don't want to live in misery either. You get me? Um, so be open, be honest in these situations to, you know, about what you feel, but do not lead with any, um, misconceptions. There we go. Any misleading information or, you know, people, the other person can bite on, like I mentioned, you know, a minute ago, right? Oh, we could be better if we did this, if you did this, if I was like this. You need to get away from that situation because that's going to give that person something to bite on to almost have hope that, oh, I can do this and it could be fixed. Some things can't be fixed. So don't give misleading information. Be concise and be open and honest without leading that other person on that there is an opportunity to salvage the relationship or marriage, okay? Now, 
you want to be able to own the breakup, okay? Meaning that you're rolling this, right? Um, this falls in line with being respectful. You know what? Own the breakup. You know, I know I was not perfect. I know I did things to cause this as well. Um, take that ownership. And that's all part of being respectful and being human and being humble about your role in the relationship. You know what? I could have been better. I could have done this. I just... Maybe I couldn't, I couldn't under the circumstances, or I felt like I just, you know, maybe it was my own thing and I want to work on these elements and I can't do this in this marriage or relationship. Own your role in the relationship, okay? Um, my feelings, may, they just changed. I know what we wanted to be together forever. I wish, you know, that just can't happen. Again, you don't want to lead somebody on saying, I wish we could be together forever. You know, I wanted that. Now I realize that can't happen. Be open, be honest, but own your situation in a relationship. This, again, you've heard me say this about being respectful. The next aspect is avoid, you know, bashing the other person. If it wasn't for you, you rotten mother, you, <laughs> you get me where I'm going with this? So avoid saying anything that's hurtful or harmful to the other person. You know, that other, other person may be an a-hole, right? Woman or man, whatever. Women can be a-holes too, right? So, you know, don't go into bashing, blaming. Don't go into ripping each other's character apart in the situation. Like I said just a minute, you know, 30 seconds ago, this part can be very, very difficult, especially if that person you're breaking up with or ending the relationship is you know, firing back at you. Well, you're selfish. You're rude. You know what? How many people maybe been in this situation? You ruined my life. I didn't know I had that much power over, you know, to, you know, you ruined my life. Um, or that situation, it's very easy to get sucked back into that situation to fight back and argue back and say, well, this and that and all this situation. Okay. <clears throat> and so, you know, avoid that. Don't get into mudslinging. Don't get into bashing. Don't get into name calling that situation. It can be very easy. Let's be honest. Okay. But you want to be able to look at those situations to um, move away from that, you know, slow your exhale, right? Self-soothe by just slow your exhale, breathe a little bit. So you don't go into that element of bashing and name calling and it's so so difficult right well you ain't taking the kids you're not having this you want to end the marriage fine you walk away you're not seeing the kids you get me how many people have been in this situation where they want to hurt that other person right hurt people hurt people i don't justify it but let's face it so that's where i get in that situation where oh yeah you cheated on me and now you want to end the marriage you ain't seeing your kids you know what? The parent relationship is different than the marital relationship, right? The parent relationship is different than the couplehood relationship. So it's very easy for people to start mudslinging and start bashing each other. Um, and that needs to stop. Okay. I want you to have respect for that person, even if they hurt you or, you know, devastated you, you know what? and you're ending it or they're ending it with you and look at if you were the recipient of someone breaking up or ending the marriage with you, how would they want, how would you want them to go about it? 
would you start bashing and out of hurt and out of anger and all this stuff start, you know, just ripping each other apart. I want you to be able to avoid that at all costs. Okay. I know it's not easy, probably the most difficult situation. Okay. So I also want you, the next thing is I want you to be able to, you know, sort of be prepared for their reactions. You know, we don't know how they're going to respond. We might not even know how we are going to respond when we break up or end the marriage or relationship. Yeah, we find it's not working for us anymore. You know, there's might be tears, right? That person might end up starting to cry and um, maybe threaten themselves. And I've talked about this on, you know, numerous shows about maybe the, oh, I'm going to kill myself if you don't stay. And I tell people that's manipulation, okay? Plain and simple, you care and all of a sudden uh, you stay and get sucked into that situation because you don't want them to uh, be in a situation to where, um, you know, they kill themselves. And oh, let me just text somebody real quick. <clears throat> and this is a situation to where, you know, it's their responsibility what they do with this. I, do, I don't want anyone to, you know, commit suicide or kill themselves. No, not at all. But this is very difficult because we don't know what the reaction is. You know, are they going to threaten to kill themselves if we leave, um, if we don't stay? That's like holding somebody hostage. That's like holding somebody against their will. And I tell people all the time, you know what, if they threaten you um, that situation and they know you're miserable staying with them, that's very selfish, okay? And I'm not saying, you know, suicide is selfish. I have a different take on that, okay? Um, and I'm not going to say it's ever selfish or not thinking anybody else. People don't understand the depths of it. What I'm saying is that you should not be held hostage when somebody threatens that to you if you don't stay in a relationship or stay in a marriage, okay? Let's be honest. Um, that is, that's on them. And say, hey, you know what? Um, you threaten this. I'm going to call 911, or you can call their family member. That type of situation to you know come and support them. But it's not your job to support them. Your job is trying to deliver the message that you're done with that relationship, or you're done with that marriage, and to be able to move on from that. And for them to heal that, that is on them. That is their responsibility. It's not your responsibility. And it's very hard when you care about others and you care about that person. You just don't want to be married any longer to that person or be in a relationship with that person. But it, it's very um, difficult, right? And you don't want to see them hurt. And a lot of times we see them and we get sucked back into a relationship or marriage because we feel guilty. We feel ashamed. That. That's where I want you to self-soothe and look at, you know, I've been through this. I know it's not going to work and hold true to what your gut is telling you and what your heart is telling you. Okay. It is so not easy. I get that. Okay. I've been there. It's not easy, but hold true to yourself and your own identity. Okay. Another thing I want to talk about is to create distance. Okay. And this is sort of the last subject or topic of this about wanting to end a marriage or relationship, how many people have thrown out there, let's be real, right? <clears throat> that, uh, oh, we can still be friends, right? How many people have said that when you have no intention being friends or, you know, the other person, that's like leading somebody on, right? 
oh, we can still be friends. I can still be your friend though. And you're like, what? <laughs> that situation. By saying that or saying, oh, I'll still be here for you. I'll still be your friend. You can still come to me with your problems, right? That is leading that other person on. You might mean well and maybe mean that, but in all honesty, that is leading that other person on. Oh, if we still talk, they still want to be friends. So I still have a chance. We still have a chance to be together. You get me? You need to create that distance and be immediate about that distance. You know, no communication. You need to not talk with each other. Now, it's difficult when both people ending a marriage or relationship when there's kids involved, okay, or there's kids going through it. And I'm all about the welfare of the kids. You know, that's a different situation. Creating distance in those situations means you're not talking about the relationship any longer. You're not talking about the feelings you have for each other anymore, okay? You don't want to lead anyone on. You just want to be concrete and pragmatic and talk about the welfare of the kids. Do the kids need counseling? Do they need help? And talk about those situations. Talk about parenting time. Absolutely. Do not go into the back and forth about the feelings and, you know, the hatred and the blaming and the bashing. You need to create that distance in that situation. Of course, when there's no kids involved, it's a lot easier to create a lot of, uh, a lot more distance, right? Um, you can maybe block them. You can, uh, you know, not get sucked into the conversation. If they call you or text you, I want to try, I'll change, I'll be better. We've all heard this situation, right? So please do not lead anyone on. You might mean well and tell people you're going to be there for them in times of need, that you still want to be friends. Don't do that, okay? Because that is, even though your intentions are good, I get it, that's misrepresenting your idea of breaking up, of, you know, it's like sort of, um, keeping hope alive. Don't do that to that other person and don't do that to yourself. Okay. So you want to create as much emotional distance if possible. And that could be no phone calls, no texting that situation. And like I said, when you have kids involved, it's so much, it's a lot more difficult. Okay. Let's be honest. You're living together. Even you don't have kids, right? If you got to sell a house and you're dealing with all those aspects, are you talking just pragmatic? Again, same philosophy. If you're talking about a lease, are you talking about, you know, you have a house together, a mortgage together, <clears throat> or let's face it, those people that are fortunate enough, maybe you have a house together and there's no mortgage, no rent and you both contribute financially equally, you need to talk about how that's going to happen. If one of you is going to buy the other one out and just talk about the pragmatics about the relationship, or I'm sorry, about the financial aspects of it. I'm all about being fair. I'm not about people screwing each other over. And especially when emotional um, emotions are high and are flaring up big time, right? And especially if one person has a personality that they're playing the victim role all the time and they want vengeance, this becomes even more difficult. And then do you get a lawyer involved? You might have to, to create that distance. You know, I want things to be you know, as peaceful, as civil as possible, but sometimes that's not always possible. Okay. So that might be another option about creating distance. Do you need to get a mediator? Do you need to get legal advice to do some of the work for you 
um, if there's financial um, intermingles, if you will, like I just mentioned, okay? So <clears throat> going back over these real quick, okay? You know what? When you want to end a relationship or marriage, you know in your gut and whole, in your heart and soul and your gut, you know what? There's no more working on it. It's done. It's over for whatever reason, okay? You want to plan ahead. Think about, you know, money, finances, where you want to live, how you're going to live, um, about making arrangements for moving your stuff or that other person. You know what? Be respectful. Give them uh, adequate time to get their stuff out. That doesn't mean it takes a year. That doesn't mean it takes six months, three months. You get me? I'm not talking about that. Some people want to still hold on and still keep certain possessions or certain things in the home that you share to still maintain maintain contact. Okay. It's a way to try to manipulate or feel guilty or, Oh, I left this here. I left this here. I need, it's a way to keep communication going, limit that. And you need to, you know, limit that to the smallest amount possible. Okay. So choose the right place, wherever that may be a park, restaurant, whatever the breakup, some people are okay doing it in their place of residence. You know, I get that. Um, but you have to be careful. You need to be able to create distance after that. Be open. Be honest about your feelings, you know. Um, no bashing, right? Own the breakup. Own what you do. Own what you, your role in the relationship, where it's going. Get away from bashing. Get away from, you know, saying hurtful, harmful, you know, getting into that tip for tap battle again. Don't allow that to happen, okay? They might bash you. They might name call you. They might call you or play the victim role. I can't believe you did this to me. I can't believe. So what if I used to beat you or, you know, I'm a woman. I It's okay for me to hit a man or kick a man or whatever. How dare you want to leave me? You should tolerate all that. That's not a big deal. You're not a man. You should. It's like, what? <laughs> you get me? And I, these are true stories, okay? So you need to be able to look at, don't get sucked into that battle and fight back. Just maintain silence or, you know what I said, I'm done, over. And then maybe you need to walk away or drive away or whatever. Get out of that situation. Then you can go over the pragmatics of formalities uh, later about, you know, maybe finances, about um, when you're going to move or they're going to move. Maybe it needs a day or two to sort of calm down a little bit, okay? So avoid saying anything hurtful, bashing that situation, okay? Now, you know, we cannot prepare for anybody's reactions, everybody's reactions, not at all. Yeah, I, I've been doing this for over 20 years, and, you know, I can, you know, we can look at, you know, some people are going to be angry. Some people are going to be devastated. Some people are going to be raged. Some people are going to break down emotionally and crying, tearful. Some people are going to throw a temper tantrum. We can't predict everything. But the only thing you can do is, you know, try to look at what happens if they get angry. Um, try to play with it or not play with it, but sort of role play with your head, in your head, you know, if they start crying. Maybe you're going to start crying. That's okay. You know, breaking up or ending a marriage is not easy. It's it's emotionally grueling for a lot of people. It's hurtful. You're worried about being you know, the guilt and the shame and all that going through it, making the right decision or whatever. And that's where I said about trusting your gut instinct and your, you know, your heart and soul. And are they aligned in that decision? So try to prepare for the reaction. If they start crying, breaking down, if they make threats of committing suicide, are you going to call 911 um, or call, you know, have their 
family member on speed dial type of situation, okay? And then create distance. Limit the conversations. You know, don't get sucked into the emotional aspects of the relationship or marriage any longer, okay? If I, you know, if you would have done this, if I would have done that, that type of situation. I don't want you to create any type of situation or get caught up in a situation that leads one of you or both of you on in a situation. That's not fair, okay? Create that distance. Limit the conversation to pragmatic aspects about dates when you're moving, picking up stuff, when they're moving, that type of situation, okay? Uh, parenting time. Uh, parenting scheduling, that type of situation. Talk about the pragmatics, but don't get sucked into that emotional intertwined, intermingled aspect anymore. I know it's difficult, but the, these are some advice that can help you. And of course, when that ends or in the process of ending the marriage or relationship, you know what? Think about your own healing. Think about your own self-help, your own self-love and respect in how you want to, you know, live your life from this point on and look at what wasn't working for you in that relationship. Man, I couldn't be myself. I couldn't be happy-go-lucky. I always felt like I was getting criticized or bashed. I felt like I, I couldn't be my true self because I had to be more conservative because my partner's a lot more conservative um, sexually or the way they talk, or I had to be a lot more quiet and I like to talk about a lot of things. There's a lot of things to be able to reflect on to maybe look at red flags later on. Maybe you need to seek a counselor, uh, you know, your own professional help to help you heal in that situation. Okay. So it's a great time to reflect and work on yourself to be able to get better and become who you want to be, uh, down the road. Okay. So check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, everybody, and make sure, um, again, check out uh, dfwnplc.com. That's dfwnplc. It's in the comments down below, too, in the uh, announcement, if you will, for the show. There's a link there. And also check out, even going through a breakup or marriage, we all need a laugh, right? So check out another supporter of the show, IHatePeople.club. That's C-L-U-B, IHatePeople.club. Check it out. You're going to laugh your ass off. And in these situations, we all might need to laugh uh, situations, okay? So everybody take care. Peace and love to everybody out there. I'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.